Hello, friends! Time to give your feet and fins a rest and kick back and relax for an all-new episode of Tales with a Whale. That's right. You've tuned in to the only podcast hosted by a marine biologist talk show host who happens to be a 150-ton blue whale. Me, Betty the Blue Whale. I'm coming at you as usual from the famous underwater studio here at the bottom of the Pflugerville Ocean. And that music is courtesy of our fabulous in-house musicians, the All Clam Jam Band. If you're a regular listener of all the great content here at Go Kid Go, you might know me as friend to Xavier and Atlas, those spunky twins from the Whale of a Tail series. Well, now I've got my own show, where we talk all about the opulent oceans and the magical marine life living in them. A little later, we'll be joined by my rambunctious roving reporter, Bubbles the Seahorse, who will be coming at us from a mysterious and incredible location somewhere in the ocean. But first, it's time for my favorite segment, where I get to talk about my flippered friends and brethren of the blowholes, cetaceans. That's right, it's time for another installment of Cetacean Sensation. Now, we all know that whales love to sing. It's true. Whale songs are how we communicate. But more than that, singing is just plain fun. But did you know that humpback whales actually memorize songs? It's true. Male humpback whale populations share a song, and they will pass that song to other humpback whale populations. For instance, humpbacks in the Pacific will introduce their tune to the humpbacks of Western Australia, who in turn introduce it to the humpbacks in Eastern Australia. Pretty crazy, right? But that's not all they do. Every time humpback whales share the song, they add their own little flavor to it, slowly changing the tune over time until it becomes more and more complex. They keep doing this until they reach a certain point, and then they change the song entirely. The song becomes simple again in something scientists have termed cultural revolution. This simple revolutionary song will then be passed back across populations, growing more complex year over year until another cultural revolution happens and the process starts all over again. Scientists are not entirely sure why the whales go back to a simple song, but the theory is that it just gets, well, too hard to share. But you know how the saying goes, if there's a whale, there's a wave. Get it? That music means it's time to check in with Bubbles. It's Wednesday, which means it's time for another installment of Underwater Mystery Theater. This week, we've sent our roving reporter Bubbles to a uniquely shaped location that stretches from the Solomon Islands to the Philippines to Malaysia to a place called the Coral Triangle. Bubbles, are you there? I'm here, buddy. I did have to take a few extra turns to get here, though. It's a big place, so it's pretty easy to get lost. The Coral Triangle is named because the area it covers creates roughly a triangle shape. Well, that makes sense. But get this, the Coral Triangle also covers more than a billion acres. 
I don't even know if I can count that high. A billion acres? Well, no wonder I got lost. <laughs> but the important thing is that you're there now. What do you see down there, Bubbles? Well, Betty, it is simply beautiful. I've never seen so many different kinds of fish before. I don't doubt it. This region of the ocean is sometimes referred to as the Amazon of the sea because it's so large and ecologically diverse. How diverse? Well, there are over 600 different species of reef-building coral alone that live in the Triangle, which is where it gets its name. It is also home to six of the world's seven marine sea turtle species and over 2,000 different kinds of reef fish. That's roughly one-third of all the reef fish species in the world and more species than even the Great Barrier Reef. And remember our friend the coelacanth? They can also be found in the Coral Triangle among the thousands of other fish friends. I hope I get to meet them all someday. Scientists believe it is possible that the Coral Triangle is actually the birthplace of coral in general. Can you believe it? Research in reef sciences has shown that it is the place where many coral originated and is also the place where many species of fish originated, including the cuttlefish. And get this, they've determined that the cuttlefish originated in the Coral Triangle 500 million years ago. Blue whales have only been around for 50 million years, so that's one historical fish. No one is quite sure exactly why the Coral Triangle is so diverse. There are multiple theories, each as plausible as the last. But one thing is for sure, the Coral Triangle is an incredibly important part of the ocean. That's why it's just as incredibly important that we preserve it. But poor marine management, such as overfishing, coastal development, and destructive fishing, that's where people damage the reefs while they're doing their fishing, all threaten the Coral Triangle's health. As well, the Coral Triangle is threatened by climate change as rising sea levels and ocean acidification lead to coral bleaching. While there is work being done by local governments and conservancy groups to save the Coral Triangle, it is important that we all remain vigilant and work together to combat climate change so that we can preserve amazing and awe-inspiring places like the Coral Triangle for years to come. Well, folks, you know what that sound means. It's time to wrap up another edition of Underwater Mystery Theater and bring our episode to a close. Thanks for having me, Betty. I'm going to go splash around with my new friends in the Coral Triangle. See you next time. <laughs> thanks, Bubbles. See you next time. And another thanks to the All Clam Jam Band and, of course, to all of you for tuning in to another episode of Tales with a Whale. We sure learned a lot of cool facts today, huh? And don't forget to listen to all the cool offerings from Go Kid Go, wherever you get your podcasts. There's always something new to dive into. One last thing before I go. What does a fish do when he gets stuck in coral? He yells for kelp. <laughs> so long, folks, and happy swimming. Woohoo! Go Kid Go! Thank you.